What is happening, party people? Welcome to Talking During Movies, the podcast where we take key quotes and moments from a film and let it drive a conversation. And this week was a crazy one. But before we get into that, let's get into the good stuff. Our sponsors, and we got some amazing ones. We got a new one jumping on, Montucky. Now, if you've not heard of Montucky, shame on you. It's a delicious, not beer, it's a cold snack. That's right. Check them out at www.montuckycoldsnacks.com, montuckycoldsnacks.com. And let me tell you why I love this sponsor. One, you can buy some snacks online. You can buy some sweet, sweet gear. You'll see me wearing some throughout and uh, in the Instagram and everything else. You can find us at Talking During Movies on Instagram. Two, they have causes. Man, they do so much cool stuff. They give back. They do swimming pools. They do a little bit of everything, man, to the story of the swimming pools. We've got a brief story of some of the other orgs that they work with, including Thrive, WRP, Art Crossing, Ruby Watershed, Eagle Mountain. We're doing a special one here in Austin, Texas at Kung Fu Saloon on July 16th. Drinking for a cause with Montucky Colts next Kung Fu, yours truly. We're going to do a podcast and we are going to have a hell of a good time. And it's going to be helping to fight Alzheimer's thanks to our friend of the podcast, Jesse Mae Palooza, whose dad is sadly suffering from Alzheimer's. We're going to get money to that cause and we're going to help find a cure. By the way, Montucky also gives 8% back. They've got what they call the 8% pledge where they give to give back to local causes. The beer, the brewery, everything was kind of created in 2011 at Bacchus Bar in downtown Bozeman, Montana, where the goal was not simply just to create a beer, but to create a beer that was refreshing and that also lived on core values and gave back to the community and the areas and support. Can't say enough about Montucky Cold Snacks. MontuckyColdSnacks.com. Check them out. Go find them. If you want to know where you can find them, let me tell you right now. They are everywhere, son. We are taught, we are everywhere. So find them. They're in Texas. In fact, they were just on sale a hot minute ago at Whole Foods. $4.98 for tall boy six packs. Please help a brother out. We are also brought to you by the world famous Dirty Bills. You can find them at dirtybillsaustin.com or you can find them at 511 West Rio Grande. This is where we record. This is what we do. The sign on the door says it best. Push it. Push it real good. And you got to You got to push it, man. And Dirty Bills lets us push the envelope. They, they take care of us. They are home away from home. DirtyBillsAustin.com. If you want to go there and you want to shop, let's see what they got on the shop right now. Let's just, let's, let's check out what we got going on, Dirty Bills. We've got hats. We got one, two, three, four different kinds of hats. We got the Dirty Shirt. We got the Sucio Shirt. We got the Unknown Pleasures Dirty Bills Shirt. Ba-boom. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine different dirty shirts and the Dirty Bills mug, 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 mug. That's a great way to uh, put whiskey in your coffee in the morning and get away with it. Have that beer before 8 a.m. It's fantastic. I, uh, I have a special Dirty Bills hat that no one else has, and that would be the camel one that I took from my daughter. Leslie was kind enough to give that to her. Thank you, Leslie. So those are, those are our two sponsors now to the podcast. If you guys haven't seen Sausage Party, 
shame on you. Cue that up. You're going to like this. Uh, Jason Dick and I went deep. This is a filthy movie, but it's got some great themes and it, and it covers all, all the themes that you're not supposed to talk about, right? So politics, religion, sex. Gets into them all. It's amazing. It's so much fun. We had a great time. We laughed. Uh, then we got a, we got a little special special mic drop from Leslie and from Alan. Alan, mm, dick tattoo. That's all I'm going to say. The guy's got a dick tattoo. I don't know. Nah, I'm on the fence on dick tattoos, right? I mean, I don't have one. Don't think I'll get one. Ooh, that's a, that's a brave move. Don't know how it happened. Don't know how you get the dick tattoo, but he's got one. It's an anchor. Anchors away. He's a hoot. We had so much fun. Uh, you guys enjoy the podcast. And by the way, give me some feedback on um, putting the theme music right at the jump. You just, you click it on and bam, there's Bobby and the team just rocking it out. I love it. I want to see if you guys love it as well. Uh, past that, yeah. Talking During Movies podcast at Gmail. That's where you can reach us. Find us at Talking During Movies on Instagram. That's where a majority of our stuff goes. Talk During Movie is uh, Twitter. And TalkingDuringMoviesPodcast.com is the website that is not regularly updated because I do it. So there's your five minutes of fun. Montucky Colts next. Dirty Bills. Jason Dick. 101X. Man, watch your toes. We're dropping some knowledge. Enjoy. Bam. We are, well, live to us. Fresh. Fresh from Vegas. Oh, not fresh. <laughs> not fresh. Jason Dick, how are you, my friend? Good, dude. How are you? There's, there's nothing fresh about what's there's, going on. There's nothing fresh? Hold on. Let me crack open a beer. Uh, my, By the way, I got to tell you this. Uh, Montucky Tall Boy Six Packs on sale at Whole Foods, $4.98. Now, by the time someone what? hears this, they're not going to, the, the sale's going to be over. So this is just ha ha ha. Yeah, those are like 1990s pricing. It's great. It's great stuff. So did you have fun in Vegas? Uh, I had an awesome time. I had a very, uh, very good, not profitable, but not like disastrously unprofitable time. Yeah. And uh, hung out and saw some shows and did some stuff and got super dehydrated, as is the case in Vegas. But it happens in Vegas, right? Yeah. It happens. Um, you did the World Series of Poker. Yes, I took part in several World Series of Poker events. Nice. At one point, I managed to get myself down $5,000. <laughs> that is always good. Uh, and then I placed an event for 4600 And it's weird to make 4600 in what was about five or six hours. And then be like, all right, we're back to even now. We're back to even now. That's <laughs> and we're back to well. That's good though. I mean, hey, like you got back to even. You got to see some shows. Yeah, probably got some good food. Yeah, uh, always there's there's good eating to be done in Las Vegas, and yeah, it was a good time. Excellent. Well, you know, you were gone. Uh, let's see. I'll tell you this, and and you might appreciate this. And then we're gonna jump into the movie. We're doing a sausage party today, kids. And but uh, so I did a uh, well, you were gone. I did a podcast, and I did the solo podcast of it. Oh, I see. I saw this on Instagram. I have not. It is not posted yet. Or by the it's time posted. people hear this, people yeah, say. it's posted now. Okay. okay. Uh, but I, I had uh, I done I had done it with a um, with a partner of a PR firm, so uh -huh. a PR person. Okay. We have a nice two hour conversation. This person is loosey goosey telling some fun stories. I mean, loosey goosey for oh, a PR yeah. person, but telling some fun stories. Right. And I'm playing the real bad guy. Like I wouldn't have done that. I'd have told him to fuck off. <laughs> and this person's like, well, you know, you got to be really good with clients, and you got to show that you still support your team, that you support the client. Really 
plan PR. Right. Two hours later, phone, bing, yeah. email. Hey, could you edit this out? Hey, can you edit this out? Ten emails later, uh, I just said, you know what? Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just deleting this whole fucking thing. I'll just do it by myself. You're not worth it. And, that, and now I'll never interview or talk to a PR person again. It's a lost episode, and I think every <laughs> every great podcast will encounter a lost episode somewhere along the way. And uh, yeah, have you ever had a lost interview? I have not on, on your that... on your other on your other show. No, where you did an interview, and let's say, and then the person freaked out and said, "Oh, I shouldn't have said this," or "Oh, Jason, we were drinking, and I didn't realize." <laughs> Yeah, we were drinking. Can you not air this episode? I've encountered those sorts of things. We've never deleted. Well, I don't know. We probably have taped some stuff and then not aired it because that person was like, "Can you take that out?" And I'm like, "That was all. That was the only good part. <laughs> why would we air it after that? Then it's just your plugs." Uh, <laughs> no, that, that's why I was there. Just right. my plugs. God, fucking people. It's a podcast. It's two hours. Right. The whole idea is not to edit. And there, I mean, we've both said some things in this podcast oh my God. that have made us pause yeah. in, in a short 19 yeah. episodes. Yeah. I hope you did edit some of that out, honestly. No, no I can't. <laughs> I can't. That's uh, it's just it's not my nature. Uh, by the way, as I was, was you're showing up and I'm setting all this up, there was uh, some ads running in it and they kept changing the number. So uh, there's an 84% chance you're going to love the Navy. And, it, and then I'd like look for something else to play while I was waiting here and hanging out and Leslie's here. And then the ad would pop up again. There's a 93%. I'm like, get your fucking facts straight. Uh-huh. I, and by the way, 44, I'm not going to enjoy the Navy. Okay. There's not one part of me that's like, no, I'm built for the Navy. I can barely <laughs> fucking swim. Right. I don't run. I don't do push-ups. Not my thing. So sausage party, as I said, we're kicking it off 30 seconds deep, 32, 33, 34, 35. You got you got a five second buffer there, and that's I mean listen. So this this is gonna this is gonna be an interesting one for us because this covers all our taboos, religion, yeah. Yeah. sex, politics, what you put in your meat soup, <laughs> <laughs> how we take care of the planet. All you know, all of these fun things right. is in this one crazy cartoon like movie from Seth Rogen's Pot Filled Mind. And this is, uh, I've, I've seen this movie one time before, and I'm kind of worried that because it is a cartoon, it's going to lack some context that I'm going to be like, what just happened here? What no, is going on? There is no lacking of context, trust me. Uh, this is, this really, you know, they got the Shopwell, which for us would be HEB, sure, no offense, HEB, or Randall's. By the way, have you known, I mean, like, if I'm in a hurry, I always go to Randall's, which is like the Safeway group out here. <laughs> because it's, it's, a, it's a wasteland, but it's just, yeah, there's nobody there. Ever there's there. two old people kind of shopping. Well, you know, they've got their coupons, they've got their Randall's card, and I'm just like, I just need a six-pack and some Q-tips. Like, yeah, just, if it was convenient to me, I guess I would, I would consider that, but... Well, you're by, I mean, I like, right, in the outskirts of town to get one of those. We both used to live by that H-E-B, by the 24-hour, that H-E-B Supercenter or whatever, that sells clothes and... Everything off of 38th and a half street, right in that area, right? Austin, right, Texas, right. getting deep there. But that HEB always busy, yes. You're never parking right up front, and just walking in and walking out in two minutes. That was, I remember there would be times where I'd be like, Man, we we gotta we gotta get something here. We, we have no food in the house. Uh, I've been rubbing this uh, empty deodorant stick on my body for a week. Let's go to the grocery, and I'll get I'll get there, and I just drive around the parking lot. And I'm like, Fuck this. 
We're going to Burger King, going back home. <laughs> and the Burger King's right there on the other side of the parking lot. Right. The Burger King's calling you going, do you really want to wait in line? Do you want to cook that burger? <laughs> or for a buck twenty nine, I can get you a nice Whopper. Yeah. Anything you want on it. If they just sold deodorant, it would be like the perfect. I would never have to go back to that HUB. Pizza place has just sold deodorant. That would yeah. be fantastic. Right. So, uh, by the way, if you guys are looking for a theme in all of this, and by when this airs, uh, Sausage Party takes place right around 4th of July. Oh, okay. All right. So, not totally obtuse. Happy Independence Day to everybody. Happy Independence Day. The, uh, the funny thing is, is that all the foods, packaged and unpackaged, think that people are gods, and they're taking them to a safe place. They sing this fun song in the morning about how... The right ones are going to get picked. They're going to go somewhere. It's going to be amazing. By the way, this this supermarket has it all. It's like a, this is like a Southern California supermarket, right? It has everything plus booze, which mm. we don't in Texas. Oh, right, you, right, you right. I remember I was in Hawaii. I think the first time I went into one of those, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, we got whiskey just by the bread. <laughs> this is this is freedom. What Texas is doing is bullshit. Yeah, this independent Texas state. <laughs> Has the weirdest fucking laws in the world. Uh, you, you can't just randomly change your beer prices. Uh, you can't drink before noon on a Sunday. Right. You can't buy beer before noon on a Sunday. Right. But we, you know, we're the bastion of freedom. It's kind of crazy. You can't yeah. buy liquor at all on Sunday. Is that? I've yeah. never lived in any other states. Is that the case elsewhere? No. Uh, you can buy liquor on Sundays in Southern California at nice. seven a.m. as nice. soon as the store opens. Nice. Yeah. It's uh. It's a, it's 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 a different it's a different vibe for those you know listen those liberal leftists if they want you know they got they got to get drunk early right they got they got to get after it for sure um so you avoid the supermarket at all costs um yeah I for the most part I I it's just it's just death being in there and yeah that's why I I went on a uh, uh, free plug, get at us, Blue Apron. <laughs> Blue Apron, I, yes. I did like a whole year's worth of Blue Apron where it was kind of fun because I was like learning to cook for the first time as a 35-year-old man. Um, There's olive, nine years olive, difference between us? Olive oil, what is that? I'm 36 now. 36? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I put, okay. I put some tread on my tires, as you know. <laughs> I probably, I'm, my body age is probably older, <laughs> older than you. Um, <laughs> How dare you? But, uh, no, I, uh, and yeah, I just like, I started doing it and I was like, oh my God, this is great. I don't have to go to the, I don't have to go to the HEB ever again. This is awesome. Uh, and then I would look at my credit card bill and be like, hmm, that was really expensive. Is, is it expensive? I mean, it's in terms of a meal that I'm cooking at home for myself. Yeah. It's like $10 per person per serving or whatever. So they're comparing uh, it to going out prices. Right. Exactly. And that's when I'm like, well, let's just, let's just go out. Yeah, I mean you're not, you know, you're not in it for the education necessarily. You're in it for right. some good food. Right, right. No, that makes sense. I've not done the blue apron. I used to, I used to be a, a cook at a restaurant. I worked on the line. Uh, I, I worked uh, at, at a golf course on the uh, on the nineteenth green, yeah. which was just the grill, burgers, you know, fries, all the kit and caboodle. So I love to cook. So I, I do like the grocery store. Uh, I especially like Whole Foods because I can get a beer there and walk around. Right. And drink it and shop, which I think is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't like that Whole Foods doesn't have everything that I need. Like, I have addictions. <laughs> Dorito 
this is not for your kind. Uh, but yeah, I remember the time I was looking for Gatorade, and they didn't have Gatorade, and I'm like, no. do Whole Foods people not get hungover? How do you not have Gatorade? They have electrolyte water, sir. Oh, man. They've got some bullshit hippie electrolyte or maple <laughs> water. I'm like, I said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What's maple water? Have you heard of coconut water? Uh-huh. This is maple water. So we take the water that we squeeze out of the maple tree. So you dehydrate a maple tree for me to drink something? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what does the maple tree think about that? I don't know. <laughs> I was like, well, I think the maple tree right. might have something to say about this. Maple tree's just buying human water somewhere. They're like, We're, we'll get you right back, fool. That's right. Just water us again. So big sexual innuendos in this film. Uh, a lot, especially just the tip is a, is a big theme here. The hot dog's trying to get into the bun. The bun is a vagina with eyes. Right, right. Especially now. There, by the way, there's, I, I was doing some research, and this is my favorite part of doing all these, is the random research. Okay. And we're going to get into a couple other things. But the first research was you know, the, the bun looking like a vagina, and then people getting upset that the bun didn't look enough like a vagina because there are women that are getting their outer lips trimmed. Now, and I feel like, first of all, warning, two guys talking about vagina with yeah. no woman here to cue in. Sorry, I asked. No one wanted to be a part of this. <laughs> okay? So stop. Secondly, I did my research, and I'm not a professional. So stop. Now, back to it. They're saying that women are seeing this and other porn stars that have taken their flower and uh. turned it in more to it, a, a, a chulupa. With nothing okay. hanging out, right? Okay. So there's no layer of lips. It's just the the smooth roundness. And then they were like mad at this sausage party because they're like, look what you're doing. You're telling women a vagina should look like this without the extra stuff. And is that is that a look that does not occur naturally in the wild? Uh, that it has does, to be a, a surgical maneuver that does it's that? It's a surgical maneuver. Oh, uh, now, there, there were some women that Nat did it because their uh, labia was hanging down a little farther. Right. Well, we are getting into waters. Right. <laughs> we are getting into waters. We don't. I mean, and I, I mean, I can only comment about the women that I've been with. Yeah. First of all, ladies, in case you're wondering about putting a laser or scissors or anything to your vagina to trim it up, those lips or anything else, here's, here's my 10 cents for whatever it's worth. Guys don't care. Right. For the most part... It's, yes. it's not going to... It's going to be an issue for a very small time at if, if any time. It's Here's what you got to worry about. Scent. Yeah. Chlamydia, gonorrhea, and herpes. <laughs> These are the things... <laughs> Definitely scent first. <laughs> Once you've mastered the art of vagina smells, then focus on not getting herpes. <laughs> Thank you. Okay? Because... Guess what? Herpes is still prevalent. There's guys who are like, no, she had herpes. I, I rolled the dice. I didn't get it. Oh. There are girls who have some funk that smell like bad cheese, and guys are like, I, I don't want my dick to ever smell like that. Man. Yeah, I've never, I've never had to face the... Never had to face the funk? The former... No, 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 no. The, 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 the herpes decision. That would, that would not be one that I would, uh, I would roll the dice on. You can't. I mean, I know people do, but you just you can't. So we're looking at this lady. Here's and then, by the way, I love how they set the characters up in this film. We're we're gonna get we're just gonna run away from the vagina here a little bit. But okay. So we've got the we've got the bun, we've got the hot dog. They played just the tip. They're very excited. But now we also have our other our third major character, the douche. <laughs> there he is. What's up, bros? 
and, yeah. and he is from Jersey Shore. Come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. get up in that. Bro, I never thought. I'm, and he's country fresh. <laughs> this goes back to set. <laughs> I don't know what country fresh means. Because right. if you've been on the, in the country, and I am from the country, I don't know that that's a fresh smell. Right. Country fresh could be like, well, it's. I wouldn't go into the office like this, but it's, you know. Yeah. It's fine for hanging out at a lazy weekend at the house. Country fresh. You're good enough. You're good enough. I mean, it's like. And, it, and I don't. Why is the douche so aggro? I don't. I mean, I. I guess he's. I don't know. But he's very aggro. Right. Uh, the lady who bought the douche, who bought all this food. And I, I love that, you know, she can't see the. the I mean, we're, we're all assuming the food is always doing this right. And then mm-hmm. we, sh- we can't see this because we're not high. Quite the Camelton. <laughs> I mean, that borderline moose number. Right. And uh, is the douche familiar with, does he understand his fate? Does he know what, what happens with him, what he does? I don't think he quite understands. I just know that he's going to get up in something, and he's uh, excited about it. Because right. that's his job all in right. life. Uh, the, um, the mustard, the honey mustard, who's already gone out in the real world and is now back and is terrified, is now trying to preach the good word. And this is, this is like what, what I told a friend the other day. If a man or a woman is quoting the Bible to you, they want one of two things and probably both. A, money. B, forgiveness for some atrocious thing that they've done. <laughs> okay, and they're going to use, or not even forgiveness. Just they just they they want to they want to they want the accolades of the Bible for the atrocious thing that they've done. So you know right. whether it's Mike Pence or who or Jeff Sessions quoting the Bible for separating kids at the border from their parents. Like, well, the law is the law. Now, I mean to. Two verses later, it says, above all, love is the, most, is, is the basic law that man must abide by. But he doesn't like to read that part, right? Yeah. So they just use one verse, they get your money, they use another verse because they've done something shitty and they want to be like, no, the Bible backs me. I'm, I'm backed by the Bible. This guy is trying in the back by the Bible world where they believe that the humans are their gods. He's trying to warn everyone that it's actually not all sunshines and roses. Right. And now we have a hot dog rescuing mustard, honey mustard, which, I mean, forgive me, but uh, you don't put honey mustard on a hot dog. No way. I like honey mustard a great deal, but I am a, uh, I'm a total yellow mustard guy when it comes to Just French's? Dogs. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's per- pretty good. Uh, pretty perfect. Uh, a lot of people who go with the brown mustard, I'm like, ah, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm too white bread for that. Give me, give me a good old-fashioned yellow mustard. What about a bratwurst? Um, a yellow mustard on a, or a, a, a ground mustard on a bratwurst? Uh, I would, I'm, I'm always tending toward, if it's a meat product, I don't know, that's not totally true. Chicken nuggets, I totally put some honey mustard on. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, what about, remember when McDonald's, I don't know if they still have it. You, I haven't had McDonald's in almost a decade. Mm-hmm. They used to have that spicy mustard. Hot mustard, yeah. Hot mustard, yeah. that's that the best. Yeah. I'll, that's I'll actually really good. Right. I'll, I'll, dip, I'll dip a burger in that. <laughs> I will go deep in that. Yeah. So you so uh, brown mustard on a on a on a, on a broth. I, no? I don't mind it, uh, but I, I would prefer the yellow mustard. And that's what I'm saying is like particularly if you're uh, around some like Midwesterners who think that they are the broad kings of the world, which that's from your area. I'll, I'll give you that. They insist that it's brown mustard, and if you go for the yellow mustard, they're like, "Oh, what are you doing, man?" What is this? I'm enjoying my meal. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? You pretentious fuck. I'm enjoying my meal. Um, 
is there a uh, in in the in the hot in the hot dog world? Have you had a Dodger dog? I have not. I have never been to Dodger Stadium, which I, well, you can I, miss that for sure. Just going there for the dog. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have never had a, uh, a Dodger dog, but I understand. I like ballpark dogs for sure, and I understand that's the uh, that's the, the number one seed. Do you uh, do you know the science behind it? No. Yeah. What do they do? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just. I mean, not not necessarily Dodger dogs. Let's talk about ballpark dogs in general, because uh-huh. you can go up to the Round Rock Express and have a and that hot dog's better than if you cook it at home. It's just better. Right. I don't. But I'm wondering what that yeah. what that is. It might just be like a connotative sort of thing. Like I'm out at the ballpark, the smell of the grass, the you know, the, the sun shining down upon me. Ice but their cold, burgers aren't better. It's called light beer. Their burgers uh, aren't better. Yeah, their you're chicken, right. Their chicken right. wings aren't better. There's nothing better there. Their popcorn's not better. Mm-hmm. But man, that hot dog is fucking gold. Right. I don't know. It's different. It's a gross, gross. Seth Rogen. Uh, there's a there's a lot of looks at this at this mom in the in the opening, trying to get a douche, trying to get her her system fixed. Yeah. Which, if you by the way, if you Google douche, uh, which I did, you will find out that there's a lot of ladies who are like douches are bad for you. Yeah, I've heard that before. That uh, you need some of the you know, natural flavors. You need yeah, the, some of it, the natural. The, you gotta fix your probiotic or whatever first. Right. <laughs> So there's a there's peanut butter and jelly. There's a spill in aisle five. Uh, the hot dog and the bun are together, but they are, you know, they're just on this journey alone now. And there's one angry douche, which playing at ACL this year, free band, one angry douche. <laughs> <laughs> they're from Jersey. They're amazing. One angry douche. <laughs> I was trying to figure out who on the lineup. I was like, Jason has a problem with. I was like. Can't be Paul McCartney, right? He's not an angry douche. He's fine. He's fine. He's, 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 our, he's sweet. He's our last remaining beetle that matters. Uh, Is he? Because there's a fifth beetle out there somewhere who's going to start making music as soon as they all die at 72. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so, back, back to the dog in the bun. Are you a toasted bun guy or no? Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. I guess I don't mind a toasted bun. I don't... Do you put? Do you add extra things? Onions, jalapenos, sauerkraut. Uh, just regular mustard. I, I think is usually best for me. Um, and I'll also say, controversial opinion. Sometimes maybe it's the Texas in me. I'll just have a tortilla. You like do a hot dog. Hot dog in a tortilla is because it's so bready. So uh, the bun is so bready. Okay. And so tortilla. I'm not watching my carb intake or anything like that. <laughs> I just want to, I don't want the bread to over overwhelm that delicious combo of meats that's inside of the, the, the hot dog. But doesn't the bun absorb some of the mustard so that it doesn't squirt out the ends and the tortilla absorbs nada? Yeah. It's also, maybe that's part of the, uh, the ballpark dog logic formula that you were talking about. Because those usually, once you get them... The bun has been smushed up in there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Somebody's tightened up that bun a little bit, and so uh, if you don't have, if you're not taking out, taking it out of some tightly rolled aluminum foil, are you getting that effect? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, and our first, our first political discourse: Middle Eastern and Jewish come together. Uh-huh. We've got the falafel, and we've got the bagel. <laughs> now, some people would call this racist. Right. But because it's a cartoon and it's Seth Rogen and he was high when he wrote this. You can get away with those kind of things. Common. Mm-hmm. Common. 
So I don't know, uh, you know, one, we're not gonna solve peace in the Middle East for sure here, right? Uh, I don't know if that's Woody Allen's voice. I believe the... Uh, of the bagel. The bagel, I very, I remember this watching it in the theater because I was like, who is that? I recognize that voice, but I can't figure it out. And I'm gonna tell you that I'm pretty positive it's Ed Norton. No. Uh, yes, it's Ed Norton doing basically a, a character, a voice. I don't know if he's trying to do Woody Allen. That's kind of interesting. Uh, but Woody yeah. Woody Allen just hunting for a younger bagel. <laughs> right. <laughs> just going to uh, adopt a, a 14 year old bagel and just wait three years because I'm patient. Herbert. How does he not get wrapped up in the Me Too? How did he dodge that bullet? There's two people that have dodged a, a big bullet, and I, let's forget Me Too. Let's just mm -hmm. talk about just treating women like shit. Two people dodged the big bullet. One, Woody Allen, and two, um, the, the the guy from the Charles Manson murders. The uh, is, is Sharon Tate was his wife. She got killed. He um, he anally raped a girl on roofies oh. and then moved to France or wherever. Where he's like, everyone's like, I just want to work with him. He's an artist. Yeah, I forget his name now. I'm only barely familiar with the story, but, but I he is. You know, but both those guys, you know, like he can't come to America. As soon as he comes to America, cuffs on. Right, right. So people fly to Europe to work with him, even though yeah. he raped someone. Right, but but Woody Allen is just hanging out here. Woody Allen's out here just working with people. Right. He's like, what'd you do? Married my daughter? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> well, I mean, I adopted her. It's not like my flesh and blood daughter. I'm not weird. Mm -hmm. Okay. It sounds super weird. I don't know. I just, I don't understand why those two get a pass. I mean, he did Rosemary's Baby. There, the the other guy. I forget the other stuff that he did. Is he still making stuff? He's like, still he was, making he stuff. He was doing yeah. a like making a movie every year for a while there. Yep. And I, I I'm just thinking maybe it's because people are like, ah, that old man. He's he's out of our lives now. He's not doing anything. But if he's still making stuff, he's still making stuff. Uh, as our as our douche gets juiced, right? He goes, <laughs> Juicus Maximus. By the way, this movie takes a lot of hard left turns, as well as conversation, as does every conversation that we do here. Uh -huh. So um, the juice is going to get loose in the douche. Uh, the douche is going to get juiced, however you want to put it. Um, any, have you ever been tempted? In some, by the way, just going crotch first on this poor juice box. This poor juice box. Uh, have you ever, <laughs> Jesus. Just, oh, this poor juice box. Uh, have you, uh, have you been tempted to, uh, prior, whatever, to do steroids? To, what's your, what's your, what's your thing do, on steroids? To what's do your, what's steroids? Your, yeah, what's your, what's your thing on steroids? Should athletes be able to do steroids? Um. He's got a boner. <laughs> Always leaking. Get your, get your juiced up sticker. There you go. He's like a professional wrestler. So, I mean, I don't know. It's tough in some, the problem is. You can't really monitor it, and things will get out of control. See baseball, late 90s, early 2000s. Are you like, saying that, it, that those guys were on steroids? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely saying that. Uh, and But it's like... Saying they pissed hotter, hotter than a bull in Mexico? Our, <laughs> our anti-steroids sort of opinion was formed in you know the, the 70s and 80s, where guys were doping, were basically, you know shooting themselves up with horse testosterone and that's bad for you but human growth hormone is good for you like it will extend your life and and so the fact that they're like hey this thing that is 
universally accepted in the medical community as being good for you, you're not allowed to do it. Don't do it. Uh, that's kind of weird. I, I find it fascinating. So, I, I mean, I see the, the human growth hormone. Uh, and maybe it's not that. Maybe it's something else. I'm not too well versed on this. But uh, there's the guy who started the company. He's like 76. He's like at 55 and he's got a pot belly. Yeah. And then he's at 76. He's got a six pack. He's in his jeans. Always shirtless. Even boating. Right. Which I find weird also. He's always in jeans boating. Hey, bro, put some shorts on. He's always in jeans, shirtless. He's like Putin for yeah. human growth hormone. What is He's that? Like, that? You could, you, this could be your body. And I wonder how much of that is drugs and how much of that is that guy does not enjoy pizza, pasta, Doritos, beer, alcohol, or anything else. Right. Uh, yeah. There's got to be a balance, right? Probably. And that's a, like if you were to find the – but that's the thing. It's like how do you monitor it if you say, all right – Players, you're allowed up to this amount of, of steroids. Uh, once or HDH. Yeah, once your head starts growing, that's probably the point where it's it's no good. I uh, I didn't even think about it when you first asked. I have done steroids. Get out. Because, I'm going to grab a beer uh, when you tell this story. It was, uh, I don't know, like two-ish years ago, I uh, managed to get myself desperately in uh, infected with poison ivy or oak or one of those things where it just looked like my skin was rotting off and I was like, oh my God, what has happened to me? Uh, I got drunk and fell down a hill. It's not important how or why I uh, acquired the poison ivy, but I remember going to the uh, going to the doctor and they're like, yeah, 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 you got poison ivy or poison oak or one of those things. Uh, here, I'm going to give you some steroids, take it in this dosage, should, uh, should take care of you. And I remember the first day that I was on steroids, I was like, holy shit, you're right. My performance is enhanced. Like, I felt like I, I wanted to go Superman on a car. I could just pick this car up and lift it above my head. Because, yeah, that shit, that shit will light you up. So uh, I haven't, I've never done, I've never had the opportunity to have a, or, or do the steroids, if you will. Um, my one medical miracle drug that I, that I do love that little wisp is just a little Bud Light opening, just a little freshness of air. It's not as exciting as the, the popping open of a can. It's just I gotta, not. I gotta admit. I know. We, we get some Bud Light cans in here, Leslie. Let's make this a party. At least Jason can participate in the cracking open. So, um, no, I, uh, I, have, I had a severe uh, strep throat, temperature of 104, got rushed to the emergency room, and they I couldn't uh, swallow the pain pills. And I, and I couldn't swallow the antibiotics. So they gave me liquid Vicodin. Ooh. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah. Man, oh man. Liquid Vicodin is the jam. <laughs> There's a reason people get addicted to pain pills. Right. I was just going to say, be careful with the, the Vicodin out there, kids. Isn't that like... Those are the most addictive when you're getting into... Oh, you're getting into like Oxycontin like and Vicodin. Here's yeah. the other problem with the with the with the with the liquid Vicodin. It turns your shit into cement. You're not going to poop for a couple of days. Oh yeah, I I've heard that. Uh, and the few times that I've been on painkillers, I've never experienced it because I'm usually just mixing mixing them with so much light beer that I'm like, oh, that'll that'll offset it, right? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it, it did. It not, does. It did not have that effect on me, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's not fun. It's not fun. It's not fun, but it's 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 interesting for sure. Yeah. Uh, no. So those never never steroids. Uh, it's just I'm, 
I run after things so aggressively that I, I try to stay like I try to stay away from prescription drugs. Not that I've ever been addicted, but I remember once we were hanging out in Vegas, randomly enough, and uh, this guy's like, "Oh, dude, I got some, I got some Vicodins," and he was a uh, he was where there there's a pro BMX thing going on there where they're riding the bikes and flipping them and doing stuff. And I had some of the riders with me, and I took them to a strip club and. I like, dude, I got some extra bikes. Like, you just take one with your beer. And he handed me four, and I just popped them all in my mouth and swallowed oh, them with a beer. God. I don't, because I don't have a, a throttle, right? It's right. like, oh, we're going to do this at 10%. Yeah. Let's just try a little bit. It's like, no, just give it all to me, and then we'll, if I die, nah. But if I don't, got maybe a fun story? <laughs> Not so much. I mean, I lost a lot of money on the tables that night. Oh, no. I woke up a little bit shaky. Uh, might be the only time I actually legitimately, from too many Vicodins, had kind of a hangover. I mean, I was still up at 7 a.m., and I was down at the tables at 8. Right. Uh, it was a little bit hard to drink that Red Bull at first, but then I was good by 8.30, 8.45. I felt fantastic. Yeah, that seems like it, it would do uh, quite a number on you, because, yeah, I'm, I've only ever had, like, one at a time. So if you take four at a time... I still I look at people who take four Tylenol, and I'm like, what's wrong? What... what, what, what? Have you been hooked on Tylenol for <laughs> 30 years that the normal dosage, you have to double it now every time? Like, what's... That's a lot of Tylenol. You will shit some blood. <laughs> oh. Do you find it weird that they are smoking pot through a kazoo? Or so, yeah, I was going to say, speaking of drugs, this yeah. is the they're, this is where it said the Seth Rogen dog gets high and understands the world better, right? He understands. He, he, he figures out that actually... They just they wanted to make the supermarket a happier place. They felt that if food was happier, people would be happier. And right. even though you're going to your imminent death, here you go. So food's happier, people are happier, and they're doing that. Uh, and, and so that that's what kind of happened. That's the but, general idea. So they get him high to explain this to him. How does the how does he get the pot? Well, where, where did the pot come from? I I'm missed that. I'm assuming. I'm assuming that someone in the supermarket gets high. Not that anyone at HEB or Randall's uh -huh. has ever smoked the marijuana. Right. Or gets high, maybe hollows out an apple and goes into the cooler where the pot smell doesn't hold, and then just, or, or maybe a potato, uh -huh. like I used to do as, as, as a cook on the line, and then smokes out of the potato. I'm assuming that doesn't happen. But if it did, yeah. That would be where they got the marijuana. So you're not saying that that guy is selling weed to the talking food products, but rather they're catching his uh, his remnants, or they yep they they can hijack some from him. They're they're hijacking somebody drops. He's right, right. He's a hot dog. He's really tiny. And right. So you, you drop just a little, little bit, little bit to, get, a little to bit. get him going. Uh, once again, this whole process. Um, you know, you got the you got the Hispanic tequila. Uh, you you have the falafel. You've got the bagel. You've got the bun. And this is where people get a little separated. This is where Seth decides to stay high as balls. And this is another thing about it. whether it's drinking or, or drugs or alcohol, there's that idea of, I'm just going to be five minutes. I got one more beer. I'm heading your way. Right. That's not five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's never been five minutes. An hour? 100% an hour. Right. Never been five minutes. If you show up at all, then uh, sometimes that should be considered a win. That, exactly. I, I, I find it fascinating that people are like, well, you know, I'm, uh, you text and it's like, hey, where are you? Oh, you know, I'm at this other bar across town. Uh, I'm just going to finish this beer, close up my tab. I'll, I'll see you in, in 10, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm not seeing that person tonight. Right, right. <laughs> no. 
It's not happening. This is our first Dell, our, our first drop of two into uh, the, uh, the gay community. Whereas a taco finds the hot dog bun very attractive. Mm -hmm. So, and I love how they warm us up, as is any good group does. They go first, cute lesbians. So, listen, this is where I think that the gay agenda messed up. They didn't push hard enough with attractive lesbians. Right. In the early 90s, 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s, I don't know any person who's like, I don't want to see two attractive women kiss. Sure. Right? Yeah. So this movie is like setting the stage of like, hey, if we were going to go back in time, we would like it. We got the angry douche coming in. He's hunting for the bun. He's, he's, he's angry at the bun and the hot dog or wrecking the shopping cart, which in turn, he's not able to get in the badge and clean it up. Now he's juiced up and he's angry. And our tequila friend at the taqueria bar thing is really not happy because he's like, I thought I brought him to you. I'm so sorry. There's going to be a fight. It's going to get ugly. Back, back to lesbianism. Right. Real quick. I think if you, if you, in my mind, you hindsight's, by the way, this should be in the tipping point, the book, where it's like hindsight's 2020. This was how this company made it. This was their tipping point. Here, if I could go back in time, I would change it. I would sit down with people who are, who are, who are like, hey, this is not a choice. This is, this is who we are. I'm like, great. How many attractive people do you have? This many. Make them your representatives? Make them your representatives. The, the best looking, especially the ladies. Uh -huh. Start with that. And then and then ease in the, the attractive dudes, and then bring everyone else in. Okay. I think you would have got there faster. I'm just saying. In terms of acceptance of uh, yeah. uh, homosexuality? I believe so. Uh, We're a culture built on loving beauty first. We are that superficial. I don't think that you're wrong, but <laughs> what do you say to those who are talking about the... It's, it's like the... Uh, you know the the manicured, unhuman-like vaginas that you're like, hey, now the now society has deemed that this is what a good-looking vagina looks like. Uh, by un, under your method, aren't you saying to the ugly lesbians out there? Well, this is these are the good lesbians. Sorry, you're not in that group. No, no. See, I think that's where, as a community, you come together and you and you go, listen, we're not. We're not just the lesbians. We are all the lesbians. We are all the gays. We are all the people. Right. I do find it fascinating, though, and, and I could be wrong on this. I could be a thousand percent wrong on this. Every gay man I've met, very attractive and well put together. I've never uh... seen a gay man like me. Well, you know, <laughs> got, got a couple extra pounds on him, uh, doesn't, doesn't have matching clothes. I would say there's the, you know, you got to think of the, the bear community. There's, but even the bear community, uh, I think they do pay more attention to like attire and that sort of thing than, than your average dude. Yeah. What is it about heterosexuality that breeds apathy in us? Now that's a better question, right? And how come there aren't people going, I mean, because there is, there's, there's an apathy in, I mean, it's, it's interesting, right? Because that's a great point. Uh, and I don't know. I, I wish I did. Like the apathy of the heterosexual community, the idea of a guy just being like, "Well, I mean, at some point I'm, I'm going to get laid," versus 
I'm going to work for this. I want to be the best I can be. Even in the bear community, like I'm big and burly, mm -hmm. but they work on being big and burly. There's not, there's not someone in the bear community who's like, well, I mean, I'm big, kind of, but I don't like these parts. So they, they embrace it all. Right. We don't. There's a, yeah, I don't know what that is. I mean, is it, I don't know. It's a, it's a philosophical conversation getting deep here, man. Well, you know, they're, they're sitting around, they're, they're smoking. Uh, I do find it, once again, and I'm going to say this only because it's part of the movie, and I'm going to tell you a story that I think you're going to appreciate, uh, but the Indian leader is named Firewater. Right. I don't, I, I, and I, I say that hesitantly because I'm not very comfortable with that, actually. There's a part. There's parts of this movie I'm really not comfortable with. Calling the Indian Firewater, I'm, uh, eh, I'm not necessarily. It seems to be done unmaliciously, though. That's true. And so, I, you know, I feel like uh, that political correctness has gone so far that you can't even have fun in that sense where you weren't you. Uh, and, and I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm sounding like the idiot now. Like you can't have some just a fun joke like that when you don't mean any so any anything terrible by it. That's true. Oh, oh, Jesus! Whoa, Jesus I, don't, I don't remember that. I part don't remember from her that. grabbing her jeans out of her crotch. So when I was a kid, we'd go on these road trips in Montana, and my dad and this is this is tying back to the the the, the Native American fire water guy in the, in the movie here. We drive and I incidentally, you think I talk a lot now? You should saw me at eight in the back of a suburban. My dad can't reach back and hit me. My mom's second marriage, and he was an Eastern Montana cowboy. Tough as nails, real nice guy, but just, you know, he was a little rough around the edges. So finally one day, he's like, Jason, I need you to protect the family while I'm driving. I can't see everything. Uh, wait, what do you need? So uh, you see that sign? Well, yep. Well, that sign is about an Indian who kills white people. And I need you to watch out for fallen rock. The Indian, because he is gonna try to hurt us. Mm -hmm. So look for his horse, look for him, keep your eyes out. So you, any Montana where you're driving through the, the mountains or whatever, you're trying to go see someone, there's signs that they watch for fallen rock. Yeah. It wasn't until I was about 13 years old and we were driving down the road and I see it and I looked at him like, you're a real asshole. I'm like, what? Like, like, those were actual rocks. Dad, <laughs> <not> <laughs> it's just. Real rocks. You're a horrible person. He's like, anything to shut you up. And I was like, that's not cool, man. Yeah. Not cool. Malicious intent. Yeah, well, see, that's what, uh, and you could, this is what my bosses at the radio would tell me, is that even though you are saying it and you mean it with no, you have no malice in your heart when you say it, yeah. people will hear it. And that uh, enables their feelings, their feelings of racism, if they already have that. If they, you know, ignorant people will hear that and be like, oh, that's an endorsement. That's that's good. That's what we, uh, you know. That's and, what they That's what they run for. Right. Um, do you, uh, do you ever think about, if now, I mean, if you know we're watching this movie, maybe you will later, your food reacting? <laughs> no. Um, even though this is a, uh, this is a, there's a couple of like real dark parts of this oh, movie. Oh, 100. 
And uh, one dark part's coming up. Yeah. Are you uh, now as as a person? Let's say you're watching this, right? And you don't you don't see the food. Do you wonder how the hot dogs got in the windowsill? I'm just curious. Like, how crazy is your fucking kitchen? Right. <laughs> that you're like, oh, uh, I I just had to catch those carrots that were coming off of the uh, yeah. counter. I can almost but this get... is now I'm slicing in half the hot dog that is on the window seal <laughs> and uh, right into the sink. Which now I'm not eating yeah. that hot dog because it's in the sink. Now, do we know which hot dog that was? Was that yeah. because that that's not, obviously not the Seth Rogen dog? No, that is just so. That's one of the hot. So Seth Rogen escaped the pack to be with the to save the mustard. Yeah, and the bun escaped, and now we got the taco, the bun, the the falafel, the the bagel, and Seth Rogen all together as they're trying to find out how to get back to where they can get back in the same packaging, and they're in the same packaging. Get back and celebrate with the gods for the 4th of July, except for now Seth Rogen is woke, as the kids say. Right. And realizes that it's a horrible thing. And that deformed-ass hot dog, can I say deformed about a hot dog? I think you uh, can, yeah. I think is that the Jonah those. Hill hot dog? I believe that's the Jonah okay. Hill hot dog, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all Which right. makes me feel bad, because Jonah Hill. Do you prefer skinny Jonah Hill or, or heavy Jonah Hill? I mean, I, the, the fat guy union uh, requires that I say fat guy Jonah Hill. He's funny or fat? Uh, it's funny because he says it in the movie Funny People uh, to Seth Rogen. Jonah Hill says, you shouldn't have lost all that weight, man. Nobody wants to see a physically fit man do comedy. Uh, and then he says something like, uh, something along the lines of, like, you don't see anybody lining up to see Lance Armstrong tell jokes. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, he has gone on this roller coaster of losing a bunch of weight, then fattening up again, and then losing a bunch of weight, uh, which, yeah, that's that's probably unhealthy as well. Jonah it's probably unhealthy. I mean, there, there's a couple of fit comics, right? Joe Rogan. Yeah. Brent, Brendan Schaub. I haven't heard Brendan Schaub stand up. I don't, yeah, I don't want to say that they don't exist out there. It's just like... They're not... Um, they're not as... Com comedy is born out of strife and suffering. And good-looking people, you just don't have... You don't have it to the same degree that you once had. That's true. Do you I mean, like... A, which, which I think is weird. So, like, my, my friend, and I don't know... I mean, I, I mean friend, lose term... We, uh, we've exchanged a lot of emails, we've exchanged a lot of texts, she came and did the show. Je Jesse Palouse is a very attractive young woman, but she's like, well, you know, my childhood, and then she's her dad's got Alzheimer's, and so she's, she's experienced other kind of stripes. Yeah. And I think women comics get a break being attractive and doing it versus very attractive, physically fit male comics. You're like, what was your struggle? I mean, and no offense in any way, shape, or form, because I think he's a very funny person, Brendan Shaw, but Mr. Shaw. You are like over six feet tall, like five percent body fat. Played in the NFL, fought in the UFC. You almost yeah. won a title. I don't even know who that is. You've got a very successful podcast with Brian Callen, called mm. The Fighter and the Kid, and you're doing stand up. <laughs> I mean, outside of the fact that you're just breaking molds, like maybe your strife is the fact that you just keep doing shit that no one wants you to do. Right. I, but it, it's fascinating. I mean, like. Joe, Joe Rogan has had a, you know, he talks about his childhood and the divorce and his abuse of his mom and being an awkward kid growing up. Theo Vaughn's got a mullet. Pass. You know, Sam Tripoli believes in, in conspiracy theories to no end. Pass. It's weird. You know, you, you, 
You yeah, I those? mean, everybody can find uh, <laughs> darkness and or you know struggle uh, in their lives, and it doesn't. You know, <laughs> I'm not saying that. Uh, obesity is the key <laughs> that you have to find it. <laughs> but, but, but like for so many of those, like those comics, like that has been their struggle their entire lives. And so once you have defeated that or eliminated that, yeah. just feel like you might be might be right too tired for a while. Um, Man, this, another dark moment. This is the part where we're like, <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! So the condom is talking to the hot dog. About how he just has to stop. I don't want to be here. No, I don't. No, it's hard to breathe. What are you doing? What are you filling me up with? And now he's on the ground. It's a dark. Right. I mean, I think overall, maybe maybe the bigger message here is how do we treat the stuff? Not necessarily the hot dog or the condom, but how are we treating where we're at? Right? How? Whether it's, I mean, we're blessed here in Austin, Texas. We don't, you know, no one, no one's killing dogs. Uh, but how do we treat animals? Right. How do we treat the food and the, and the wonderful blessings? Because we're, we're kind of bored on second or third base, depending on how you look at it, being born here in America. Oh, right. So how are we treating it? And do you like the Dixar instead of Pixar sticker? I didn't even notice that, but oh, that's yes. great, yeah. Well, fuck you, Pixar. <laughs> but I think it's interesting uh, that... There, is, there seems to be this larger theme on the outside world of, hey, wait, maybe this is the rest of the world and the supermarkets America. We've got this melting pot of all these things happening, all these wonderful things going on. And we should be questioning it and not just questioning what's happening in our little nugget, but what's happening elsewhere. And not just be so American tourist. Like, have you seen the American, there's a blog that talks about it, just it follows Yelp people. As they travel the world, they're like, "Hey, I went to Italy. Couldn't find a good hot dog. I wish the brochure would have said that." And I'm like, "I went to Moscow. They didn't have whiskey. Or I went to Thailand. Right, wine's right, super right. expensive. Why would they do that? There's, there's no uh, uh, this food or that, and that's what I wanted. I can't believe the travel agent didn't tell me, hey, motherfucker. You went to Thailand. Yeah, they make rice wine. They don't. They can't grow grapes there." Yeah, I think it's important to uh, always sort of recognize how fortunate uh, you know your situation is. Even if you seem, even if you think, "Man, why does why does bad shit shit keep happening to me?" I'm like, "Eh, it's probably not as bad as you think that it is." Yeah, I mean, just you know, once again, you know, uh, walk across the border. Unfortunately, right? Or I mean, even into Canada. No offense, Canada, but it's an awful place. Big Mac there is like thirteen ninety five. I've never, I've never been to Canada, but Canada is so fucking expensive. I remember not to go. I, I mean, I'm not allowed in Canada anymore. I, 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 I've had a DUI. They don't let people with DUIs in Canada. Really? Border policy. An American DUI, you can't get into Canada. Cannot get into Canada that, forever. Forever. Holy shit! I've done some bad things. I wonder if I can even get in there. You got to try. I mean, get stopped at the border. Do it in Niagara Falls at least, to where you can enjoy some water. How is that a thing, by the way? It's a, it's just water. Right. And people, they're like, what are you saving up for? Niagara. <laughs> huh? Well, I'm going to get the snow globe, and I'm going to stand out there in a raincoat. I'm going to watch water pour down, and I'm going to, inevitably, someone's going to go, look, there's a rainbow. Uh-huh. Look, the rainbow is made. That's Jesus' promise. Because the water's falling. 
but maybe not forever, except for Niagara Falls. Have you seen the Jim Pam engagement episode of The Office? Is that what it is? Is that the one they get engaged? Basically, they go to Niagara Falls, and they're both, like, dripping wet, and I'm like, that looks kind of miserable. Like, they went, the, they went there for a, and it was supposed to be a romantic thing Jim had set up, but I'm like, that's a, I would last for a towel. Yeah, a towel, uh, an umbrella. Right. Anything. It just, it, 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 there's a lot of other places to go. Um, uh, two places I don't get where people travel or try to get away to, Niagara Falls being one, Grand Canyon being the other. It's like, there's a whole this is going to be a terrible analogy or comparison, but uh, <laughs> when I was 17 years old, I had a very brief juggalo face. Now, not juggalo, like, I never painted my face or, uh, you know, I didn't... Slamming orange soda and throwing it on people? But I, I went to an Insane Clown Posse show when I was 17 years old, and yeah, they just, like, and I had no idea what to expect. Uh, and then they're just dumping soda on the crowd. This is a real thing, for those of you not in the juggalo world. The Insane Clown Posse, at their shows, it's an obscene number, too. Like, if soda was not deemed bad for everybody like it would be offensive to the third world countries of the world because they're pouring out like 20,000 gallons of soda oh. onto the crowd for every show so sticky and I remember having the best fucking time ever and going through the Waterburger drive through in my underwear afterwards and I was like golly that was awesome and now as a grown up I think of that and I'm like why what version of that was fun why did i think that that was fun and it's kind of like niagara falls it's like stop and think about the situation here it's like that's you're just getting gross for no reason a super gross and yeah. uh, from what i hear insane clown posse people uh a bit aggressive that's right i just compared an insane clown posse show to the majesty of niagara falls uh which you've which you've compared is two sets of crazy people Insane clown posse who love it, paint their face, get covered in orange juggalo soda, whatever it is, get sticky in the hot sun, and bees attack them. To northeastern people who have weird accents driving to watch water cascade over a hill. Right. Both ridiculous. Um, in the drug world, we talked about this a little bit, right? right. So you, you've experimented with marijuana a little bit. By the way, he's injecting bath salts. I find that weird. I thought I you thought, sniffed them. I love that he uh, he had a, a printout from Google on how to consume bath salts. And he did it like uh, heroin, right. which I think is wrong. I'm pretty sure they did. I mean, how many people did bath salts wrong this way and maybe got a clogged artery or... Oh, right. it's so weird. That's... Uh, was this yeah. before people chewed their faces off with bath salts or No, whatever? I think this was... And then the height of it? Because, yeah, people, a lot of people, I think myself included, didn't even know what bath salts were until that started happening. Uh, and we have so, a big problem with them here in Austin. Is that true? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, mean, I, I did not know about that. Down by the Ark, East 6th Street. Right. They, uh, yeah, they got some, they got some big problems with uh, uh, people overdosing on certain things and uh, you know, not taking a bath with them, but instead ingesting them in some capacity. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I try not to do any chemical drugs. Um, I limit myself to plant-based drugs, mushrooms, <laughs> the marijuana. Right. Uh, I've tried cocaine. I'm already hyper enough. Like I don't need. Yeah, I'm. I'm mostly. Uh, 
stick just to alcohol because it's the perfect drug. Well, I just know, I know the way that I operate first of all, and, and I'm like I don't need any other I don't need any other things that I think about doing all the time. Occasionally, I didn't have a marijuana until my 30th birthday. I think we discussed this yep. on, the, on the show, uh, and I was actually quite surprised to find out. I was like, ah, it's fine. I'm not nuts about it. Uh, it's fine. Uh, but and, you smoked it. You didn't eat it. Uh, right. Yeah, to be honest, I did eat it one time before my 30th birthday because I was like, I don't uh, want to smoke anything. Still never smoked a cigarette. Take that world that says I'm unhealthy. Oh. Um, but uh, yeah, I did smoke some, some marijuana on my, my 30th birthday and I was like totally not, not that nuts about it. But that's why I don't mess with any of this stuff is because I'm like, my party lifestyle is good. Like, I'm, you know... I'm, I'm holding it together with, with my crown and my Bud Lights, and I, I don't know that I need anything else. Uh, and yeah, particularly you see parts like this where like this is the, you know, this is the the darkest portion of the movie, and I'm like, that definitely could have been me. There were versions of my life that turned out like that. Do you think there's an alternate universe out there where you are on bath salts right now doing a podcast right. with me like, eating the walls of a like, bar, like Rick and Morty style? Yep. Um, I, I feel like I wouldn't even be in the podcast world. Uh, oh, I think someone's found you to record something for sure. <laughs> you, you are a, I mean, you are, you, you have a, a, whatever that thing is, the hootspot, whatever it is, that uh, through a microphone or, uh, or in person or whatever it is, that, 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 uh, that is a draw. And so I, I don't care what universe it is. I think there's another universe where you're probably a sports center commentator. I think there's an, whether it's sports center or not. I, I hope there's I hope there's multiple universes. And there's one where you're where you are the ABC Nightly News guy, <laughs> right? Where you're just like, but you have like a cold butt light next to you, and you're just like. That ABC seems, Nightly News. That does seem like a fun universe to be Doesn't in. Isn't that? It's uh, like, yeah. Trump is at the wall. Glug, glug, glug. <laughs> oh, I don't know. i got to drink this problem away because we can't <laughs> outvote him right now. And by the uh, way, Kim Kardashian's ass just got two inches bigger. You are, uh, you are too kind, my friend. But <laughs> I, I would say the bath salts universe, Jason Dick, he may have, uh, he may have squandered his opportunities to make it into the uh, broadcasting world. Oh, I think there's something still there. Do you, um, in, the, in, in this in this alternate world to where, you, by the way, do you believe or do you think that there's uh, there's uh, many, many different things going on? Um, or just one of many? I, I, I don't know. I guess, uh, does that make me agnostic in that, not even in a religious sense, like, I would not be so arrogant to think, oh, this is what I know, so this must be the truth. Uh, but I am also not drunk on any sort of Kool-Aid enough to be like, this is what's happening. Let me tell you about all these things that are going on out there that you have no idea. I mean, you're arrogant and agnostic enough to say that booze is the only way you need to get high, sir. So how dare you? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, my instinct says no. This is it. and. Once this is done, that's that's all we got. We shouldn't have fucked that one up. But I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't I don't know that the hot dog buns aren't talking 
to the tacos in the supermarket in the middle of the night. Well, here's what we just found out, which I find fascinating. And, and I think this throws a big curveball into the world of, uh, let's, go, let's go vegans and the people who don't eat meat because you don't want to hurt animals. Right. right. So now we've figured out with uh, eucalyptus trees and, and with the koala bears is that as soon as they start eating on one, through the root system, those trees communicate and they're like, hey, uh, there's a super high koala bear and he's fucking up my life. And Can then they put some leaves out. And they all produce a chemical that makes the eucalyptus leaves taste rotten. Oh. And the koala bears move on. So we now know that plant life communicates. We now we, we know that uh, outside of outside of that, grass communicates when it's getting cut. Uh, trees communicate when they're getting cut or when they're growing or where there's water and they send out these vibrations and say, oh, water's over here. Mm -hmm. The roots got to go deeper or they got to go shallower, whatever it is. And it's one of those things where it's like, oh man, you didn't want to hurt the cow or the bull or, uh, or whatever animal it is or you don't want to eat that because it was living, breathing and it's part of this earth and blah, 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 blah. But then you go eat wheat, and now we found out that wheat talks in their own special way. Right. So then, as a pita, as an example, or a vegan, a die-hard, is it vegan that's the true ones, or is it? Uh, yeah, vegans don't do anything like anything allegedly living, right? Right. Or or they're plant-based. What made that plant get the short end of the straw? Where they're where. What you know, Peter puts the picture up and like this animal we don't eat, we don't eat, we don't eat. Here's the line, and there's the cow, and we, we yeah, you know, the horse and all that jazz. But could not someone else put up the same billboard and be like, hey, by the way, here's the plants, and oh, by the way, you eat them all, and they all talk. Right. They're all living. Uh, I'm gonna get a severe. Will you? Will you, you digest you that? You couldn't keep the billboard up very long. Because that person is going to be dead soon, right? Because <laughs> like, you, you have to, you have to eat something. And uh, I don't know what am I leaving out? If you can't eat anything that uh, that lived uh, anymore, and you can't eat the grass, what 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 is what else is in there? Are there other food things? I don't know. Food things I, guess. I mean, I'm sure there's lots of food things, right? So. Uh... Leslie, the, the owner of Dirty Bills, and Alan just walked in. I, uh, they had a rough night last night. Y'all, you just told me that he has an uh, anchor tattooed on I his dick. Talk about sausage party. On his, on his dick? <laughs> I've, got, I've got a mic ready to be plugged in for you. If you want to go oh, hot on the really? mic. Uh, we, we, can talk, we can talk about anchor dick. You're supposed to keep this a secret. Do you just... Are you, do you dress up as a sailor when you have sex with someone? You gotta get closer to the mics. Get over here and get closer to the mics. Come here real quick. Hold on. Now, I mean, this is great because this we were great. having a this very, is a perfect, we're having too real of a perfect movie philosophical about conversation a, a tattooed on my dick. about life and how things operate, and now we're just talking about dick tattoos. So, so that's I it. mean, I my mind so was blown. <laughs> Literally, I was we just got out of the car and I was like, boom. <laughs> You what? You have an anchor? At what point, on your right dick? when you're about to penetrate, you just go drop an anchor? Oh, I say it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Was this an impulse decision, or were you like for weeks, months, or even years saying, "Man, I really want a dick tattoo"? Yeah, it was very impulsive. Me and all my friends did it. 
There's four of us. You all and you all night. got the same <laughs> same night. We all did it. Hmm. Who's that lucky tattoo artist who's like, oh, uh, there's gonna be another anchor dick. Oh no 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 no. Really? <laughs> what after another? You just what, all whipping your dicks out? Is there one? And you're like, sorry about Tom. He's kind of got a tiny anchor. <laughs> like that anchor can only grow so much. You you cannot post that. Uh, so here's the so here's the question. Hold on. Here's here, here's the get, get back over real quick. I have, I have one more thing for you. Get back down. Get back over here. I got I got one more for you. Uh, so um, you know the the knot at the end of the anchor is called the bitter end. Oh, God damn it. So do you end every bad relationship with just a picture of your dick and just call it the bitter end? You're like, man, it's the bitter end. It probably should be. Yeah. Probably should be. Do you, are you flaccid when your dick is tattooed? Oh, Jesus. It was flaccid, yeah. Oh, wow. I was told it was flaccid. Montucky right now is regretting As sponsoring a- this podcast. They're like, we dropped Jason off a six-pack. We thought it'd be yeah. cool. Um, I didn't realize they were going to get... Balls deep into dick tattoos. I thought they were talking about sausage party. <laughs> As a Christ. tattoo artist, I guess I I would rather not just have hard dicks in my face all day. But it does seem like a better canvas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I, was it a male or female tattoo artist? No, I don't want to say that. <laughs> That's fine. I don't. I, don't, I really don't care. I mean, it's, it's like it's like it's like the turn and cough. Like, I mean, was it the nurse or was it this or was right. it that? Listen, I mean. I, there's never been a hot nurse who's like turn and cough. There's always some old guy who's like, you want to wrestle? Turn and cough. No hernia. Why are your hands still there? I'm gonna check your teeth later. Maybe you're a fucking dentist too, you pervert. Jesus Christ. Put my pants back on. Uh, so I just I I, I find it fa- that's a sensitive area. Is it up high on the shaft? Is it is it is it around the balls? Like, because I would, I would. It's I, just on I, the side. It's just on the side. Yeah, it's an outline. It's an outline. So it, it, you didn't get it filled in. You no, I, no color. No. <laughs> uh, I'd like this filled in. Uh, I'm more of a, you know, an aqua guy. Do you have aqua? Perfect. Fill it in. So you didn't fill it in. Wait, how long before you have sex after you get a dick tattoo? Well, I don't know. Maybe a uh-huh. week. How long did you wait? I mean, a besides week? an hour. He's like an hour. <laughs> I like the pain. Jason Dick, uh, now what are you thinking, uh, buddy? I think you feel like Dick tattoos? we're barreling toward another lost episode if we're not careful here. This is... <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go get big tattoos <laughs> after this? Just... I'm out. I'm out on that. You're out? That I'll leave you not... part of who I went yeah. to. Do you, uh, so you, you, you've got some tattoos. Yeah. Uh, I have two and all, a half. All regrettable? I have two bad tattoos and one good one. Uh... The, my first one was... Uh, it sounds like a Mormon marriage. <laughs> two good wives and a bad one. Uh, the first one was uh, I was friends with a tattoo artist when I was 19. He was like, come in, I'll give you a free thing. And so I got something on the, the back of my calf. Uh, and then a couple years later, I was going through my warp Tour phase. And uh, so I have basically what looks like a good Charlotte star on, my, on the inside of my arm. And then I have a, my only good tattoo is up here that nobody ever sees, and it's just a, uh, you know, the book Goodnight Moon? Nope, I don't read. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a children's book. Knows good it's a children's book, and yeah, when well, my grandma passed away, uh, uh, she taught me to read on that book, so I got I got that tattoo. Then, so. Yeah, grandma taught you to read? That's yeah, special, I like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, we just redeemed this whole fucking podcast. Right. 
Grandma taught him to read. <laughs> she would, uh, God rest her soul. She'd be so happy to know that I told that story on a podcast just minutes after talking <laughs> about dick tattoos. Hey, you think about the last one. We did a PSA about don't kill yourself, and, and I, I quoted Joey Diaz. So let's just let's keep all things in perspective about what happens on this <laughs> fucking podcast. But Grandma, good job for teaching Jason Dick how to read. He's using it well as uh, he only uh, talks into a microphone for a living. Right. So there you go. Um, another ra- random question. We got we got to the point now in the movie where the, the hot dog has now said, hey, it's all fake. There's no God. Don't you sing that fucking song. It's all bullshit. Where are you in life, or where were you in life, on on your all bullshit moments? And all bullshit moments being Santa, Easter Bunny, religion, and um, women that like guys because they're funny. (laughs) (laughs) I just like a man with a sense of humor. Go fuck yourself. What a dick. I was, just, I, I was just thinking as you were asking that, I was like, man, this this podcast is getting deeper than I was expecting. I thought we were just going to talk about hot dog orgies. Oh, well, we're going to get to the hot dog orgy. I'm going to plug the other mic in. So if Leslie hasn't seen the uh, the hot dog orgy, the, 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 the cum... By the way, I'm super disappointed in the end sex scene that there's no mayo spraying around anywhere. But that's just me. <laughs> But back, back, back to the uh, back to the falseness of life. So, when did you figure out that Santa Claus was bullshit? How old do you think you were? Um, and was it the same time as the Easter Bunny? Yeah, probably so. And I don't, I don't remember an exact age. But it was probably like second or third grade, whatever the normal time is for kids yeah. to to figure that out. And I think it was like some kid at school. My, I have a sister who's one year old, one year younger than me, and mm-hmm. some asshole at school told her that it was all bullshit and came home and was crying to my mom about that. And then, so that's how they, they broke those news to me. So here's the one thing I find fascinating. You find out Santa and the gifts are bullshit, but you still keep getting fucking gifts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see, Santa still visits Leslie in Lubbock. Well, that's the only place Santa goes. Um, so Santa, that uh, re- are, maybe you're still a religious guy. But do do are you a religious man, or do you no, believe in a higher I, power? I do not. Yeah, I don't. Or are you are you done and celebrate then, worship? I don't do yeah. any of those things. Uh, do you pray? Have you prayed? Um, sometimes it's funny. We started this conversation about uh, how I was in Vegas and at one point down $5,000. Like, <laughs> that's dear baby Jesus. That's a time where you're just, pounds, seven you're, ounces just, of gold. you're sitting at the table and you're like, I don't know who this is addressed to, but if there's anybody out there in the universe who could help me in this situation, please do so. <laughs> Daddy needs an ace river, preferably space. And yeah, but ace is fine. The, the little baby Jesus answered my prayers or at least got me, got me back to even. Uh, yeah, I would say the same, similar to what I said earlier. Like, I don't know. I don't celebrate or worship anything, but I'm also not so arrogant that I would tell you, well, you're fucking wrong and stupid and you don't understand science if you believe any of that stuff works. Because, I mean, look look at this fucking place that we live in. There's got to be some sort I mean, of magic if, if this is a place, right? Right. Well, we know this. We're living in AI and there's someone... A very smart computer programmer that brought us together and said, "These two handsome devils. This is what it's going to be about. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make my AI. We're we're in real player one right now, and someone's just controlling it." 
Ready Player One? Oh, Ready Player One, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to watch that movie. It was awful. Fuck, that was a horrible film. I didn't think it was horrible, but I also didn't... Like, I was nuts about it. I'll tell you what I was nuts about. John Cena in Cockblockers. That was an amazing film. I saw that last night. That was fantastic. That was very funny. giggled. Uh, He looks like a -a rent-a-cop through the whole movie, and he's fantastic. And the whole time I watched that movie, I thought... Jason Dick said he's a good actor, and God damn it, he's right. I I remember like it. John Cena was so good in that movie; it opened me up to The Rock again being a good actor. Because this whole time I've been like, "What the fuck is wrong with you guys? This is not a good act." The Rock is a wrestler, all right? He, wrestler, sir. He made wrestler. his money because he can lift one eyebrow really high. Uh, and but yeah, John Cena was so good and funny in that movie. Uh, that I, uh, yeah, I was like, maybe I gotta reconsider my, my oh, platform. Oh, I laughed. I was about 12 beers deep. I turned that on. I was like, let's get after this. It's noon. And wouldn't you know it? Funny as fuck. Yeah, it's very good. Cockwalkers, I, I just, the whole time, every time he spoke, and I was like, that, you know what? And I like the high shorts. I like the whole dad motif. I'm really disappointed that he didn't have an affair with that one other mom. Who was single and he was married to the, the, oh, the right. strict Indian woman? I right. for sure thought they were going to fuck. Yeah, it seemed like it was going that direction. And then uh, the only time I felt guilty was you know twelve beers deep and there's the dad who's divorced who's just drunk all the time. When you guys want to get a drink, I'm like, God damn it, that's kind of me. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to be that dad. I mean, I am that dad. Every time we're hanging out in a function, I'm like, did someone bring some beer? No, I got a cooler. It's fine. We're good. We're good. We're good. So, Jesus Christ. Where did we go? Where did it all go wrong? There's a hot dog riding a balloon. This is where this is where this is where it starts to unfold. This is this is where we, we kind of break down a little bit. So there's a woman running away with his bun, his very where they did just the tip, his very special bun. Yeah. And he's gonna lock these doors because they've LSD'd the whole fucking place. And everyone's realizing the food is alive. Uh-huh. Now if you believe all the food's alive that we talked about earlier, don't choke the hot dog lady. Gentle with your hand. Gentle. So aggressive. Leave her leave her hot dog dick alone. <laughs> then, I mean, we all starve to death. And I guess it comes back to, you know, it's like, hey, what food do you... I, I would say this. Instead of getting these either ors or after ors or whatever it may be, if you can eat this, you can't eat this, maybe it's more of... Instead of judging people what they do or don't eat, maybe instead it's all food is living and I've decided to make right. this choice and you've decided to make this choice, but let's go have dinner together. Maybe uh, just pepperoni on half the pizza. Well, yes, it becomes a, you know, one of the foundations of mankind, survival of the fittest, and be like, oh, well, you know what? It turns out I am going to have to eat some living things. Uh, let's hope that it's not humans for a while. Because who knows? Unless you're a rugby team flying over the Alps. Or or where or, or, or <laughs> South, South America, right? Oh, eating ass. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. You know what? We were going to go. The Leslie, dick, we were going to go one episode without eating ass. The dick tattoo peanut gallery is weighing in off my... Dick tattoo and eating ass. I mean, I guess that's the most vegan you can probably be. It's getting a little bit of bunghole in you. If you don't use the dental dam. Oh... <laughs> And by the way, there's nothing, there's nothing, I, 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 I firmly believe this, there's, 
There's nothing ruder to a woman. There's nothing ruder to a woman than when if you want to eat her ass, you go, I want to pull out some dental dam real quick. She's like, how dirty do you think my asshole is? It's not like you, you fucking savage that shits seven times a day and drinks black coffee and only eats bran muffins, you fucking weirdo. I've seen your toilet. You can't polish that enough. You just shit 17 times a day. You're a horrible, gross fucking human being. I'm a girl. I shit like a deer once. Two little pebbles. That's all I do. Jason Dick's wife didn't shit for two years when they were married. That's a fact. You know why? Because it's science. Women don't poop. What they do is they just regurgitate, turn into pee, and that's what happens. That's why it's safer to eat ass than go down on a girl unless you understand that you're in sterile and you don't care about either hole. And the only time you want to poop is when you do anal. You shoot a little load in there, loops it up, comes right out. There you go. Science, people. That's how it works. That got aggressive. I apologize. <laughs> Do you yeah, want to follow I still, that up? <laughs> I still have enough uh, disrespect for the lady asshole that I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's fine. I don't, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm still, I'm still of the idea that I'll never, I'll never pass on a sexual experience. I will pass on an anchor dick tattoo Ooh. all day and twice uh. on Sunday, but I'll never pass. I mean, there's just. Oh, he shits the Mentos right into his mouth. Here's like, oh. Can we talk about John McAfee real quick? Because this brings, this reminds me of John McAfee. <laughs> we already did this, didn't we? We did this? Fuck. Then we're not going to talk about well, it again. Yeah, yeah. Dude, now people are like, what is that? Yeah, so so John McAfee, uh, McAfee Computers, he was in, you know, he's, he's been in trouble. He ran away from the law. Evidently someone died. He maybe murdered them. Blah, 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 blah. More importantly was John McAfee had a hammock with a hole in it. Yeah. And he had a lot of girls that were hanging out with him, and they're like, so, uh, what was it like being John McAfee's little like lady friend? They're like, well, it was fun. What was it like having sex with John McAfee? They're like, never did. I'm like, what do you mean? I never had sex with John. Uh, you were John's, like, a little, uh, little hooker. No, was it? Well, what, what did you do? Oh, he jerked off, and he pooped in my mouth. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? John McAfee never, his pee never went into the V. But his poo went to the O. His pee went. His poo went to the M. Never the P. Never went to the V. Yeah. And it's just it's such a weird thing. And all I think about, and I think Katharina and we, we talked about this in that episode. Is like, right. how horrible is that person's breath? Like, you know who the sluts are that John McAfee's hiring because you talk to them, you're like, you have the worst fucking breath of all time. <laughs> and I feel bad for them because it is just bad breath syndrome. Now, speaking of ass and eating ass or not eating ass, here's my favorite part of the movie. The douche is finally just decided he's so juiced up. And this is the drugs talking, right, for the douche. He's like, I'm going to get in this guy's ass. And I'm going to – and there he goes. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's – what's that called? It's, it's not the – when you uh, douche the ass, what's that What's that called? I mean, is it an, is it an enema? An enema, yeah. Have you tried no, an enema? No, 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 no. But it's, that's not it either, right? Have you tried an enema? Have you ever no, done an enema? No, I have not. Uh, I did a co- I did a coffee enema once at a salon. I felt bad for the people there. Yeah, I, know, I got a lot of stuff moving in me. Uh, it all came out at once. Right there. I felt fantastic, by the way. Uh, colonic. I oh, think colonic. More, yeah, that's Ew, more. That's that's more professional, right? Right. The colonic, where they pump the water or something in you, and then right. they, they wait. Yeah, I think, I I think the, the jackass exact. guys did the colonic where it's like, who could hold back from blowing out ass the, the, the hardest? <laughs> oh. And they just held back. 
it starts. I mean, you, all of a sudden you become a marathon runner. It starts leaking down your legs. Like that's the. By the way, if you if anyone's ever bored, and you want to watch a marathon. What you want to watch for is when someone shits, and NBC or whatever that dumb fucking thing is decides to not watch that marathon runner. They're pooping their pants because they'll pee and poop for twenty six point two or whatever miles. By the way, hold hold piss and poop. Well, jogging will jar your body down. Everything's moving yeah. down, 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 well, down. And they won't, they won't stop to go because your legs will lock up or something like that. I don't know. I haven't. I mean, I would stop to go. I haven't. Uh, I haven't run over a mile since like fifth grade. So uh, I, I don't know. But yeah. Would you walk five thousand miles for me, or five thousand more? <laughs> Once you've been going that long, if you stop, like the moment that you stop, like your body locks up, and so you have to. I think that's Is the this logic. Is Yeah, I don't think that. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I don't think that they they don't do it because they're like, I don't want to cost myself forty five seconds to stop in this porta potty. It's like if you stop and hunch over, then you're just going to be locked in that position. <laughs> you're, I, just, you're just stuck in squat. Yeah. I know the By the way, women that literally shit on the side of the road. See, oh, uh, yeah. I'm like, oh. This is why you don't not, date. Not this is why you don't date a marathon girl. She poops her pants. If you listen, if, like, you, if you're gonna date a marathon girl, date a rich 80 year old woman. They both shit their pants. You're both, you're gonna have to clean it up either way. The 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 winning fact of the 80 year old is a no sex. Be lots of money in about two years, especially if you know what she's allergic to or she has stairs. That's a, uh, a million dollar idea. Uh, you know those stickers of really pretentious assholes that just say, is it 26.2? Is that yeah. what you, you put on your car to indicate to the world that you run a marathon? I just wanted to say 26.2 comma, yes, I've shit my pants. Oh, <laughs> I like that. 26.2, I did the doo-doo. <laughs> In my pants, like 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 a child. You can't get mad at your kid if you're 26.2 and you're if you're shitting your own pants. There's no way you're a parent trying to potty train a two year old. Being like, I can't believe you can't get this. Really, you ran 20 miles and shit your own pants. And how bad do you smell at the end of that 26? I'm so weirded out about smells and things and and, and my body and people seeing me. And I'd be like, oh, I can't cross the finish line now. Right. Why? Because at mile 22, I shit my pants. And yeah, do you just walk straight up to the podium if you're the winner? Like, and you're just like, hey, here I am, guys. Can I get a Sorry. hose down? Sorry about, yeah. Do you wear black shorts? You can't wear white shorts. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. colors you can't wear. I believe black is the winning, winning marathon runners only wear black shorts. So now we're at my favorite part of the movie. We're at my absolute favorite part. They've defeated the humans. They've, they've defeated the humans. They've won. There's a moment in time. Um, Leslie Allen, you guys want to come over here? I'm going to put you on a hot mic here. We're going to plug in the mic. You guys are get off your fucking phones right now. Come on. Jesus Christ. We got a microphone for you guys to share. Oh my God. What do you want? Come, get over here right now. Seriously, get over here. We got we got a mic for you. You you. you. Got a face for radio and a voice for silent movies, but you two. I got nothing. You got something. Now we're talking. Here's the end sex scene of Sausage. Have you seen Sausage Party, Leslie? You got to talk uh, to him about I have not ever seen it. Oh. So look, he's getting in there. It's called a wiener hug. It's called a wiener hug, which, God bless you, you did a nice yeah. post on wiener hugs. Everyone deserves a wiener hug. Everybody. Look, they're what jerking off because know? why? <laughs> lesbian love. Now, you had a lesbian sucker for a while. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. totally. 
um, for a long time. She gave me a book called Manners by Kate Spade, and literally, there's I still have it. I should have brought it. All right. It's like posted, posted notes, and highlighted things that should be better. But did she? Was there potential there? No. Was she feeling it? Was I she? Just, uh, I was a little oh, I, I believe. I believe she was feeling it. I don't think yeah. Leslie was. Leslie's like, I don't have manners. What are you talking whatever. about? I've never done this before, so I'm gonna stick my finger in it. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! So many jokes. Just, 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 just. You. I've never tried this before. Oh, hold on. You're good. So I, I love that the the two handicapable bun and uh, and uh, hot dog get together. I love that. I don't know what's happening here. That seems aggressive. There's gum, and then there's the Stephen Hawking gum. I like that he gets some. There's bananas, there's beets, there's a lot of sex going on. And then there's some, there's some oh, there's some, there's a lot of, there's, there's, uh, this is where the people come. That's where, yeah. So, um, the by the way, so. The and the bagel get together. together. Have I told the anal beet story on this, on this I don't, I don't think so. I so I was, so I was having sex with this gal <laughs> and she had the, uh, she had the beets, if you will. Uh -huh. She's like, listen, when I start coming, you pull these out. All right, <laughs> that's and I was like, like I'm so uh, this is gonna be amazing. So she starts coming, and I guess you're supposed to pull them out one by one very slowly. <laughs> you just you did it like the ripcord on a parachute. <laughs> I was I was trying to start a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> the lawnmower didn't start. Oh no! She yelped. Shit flew everywhere. Ah, and yeah, uh, yeah ah, not Jesus. good. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> How did they push through? I'm sure a Google search would tell me. Like, that scene is so explicit. This movie can no longer be rated R, right? It's probably... Was it an insane It's rated scene? R. No, it's rated R. How did they... Because they just said, we're cartoons. We're not... Yeah. This is not... Chief Fire was it R or... Rated R for 100%. Yeah, it's definitely just the language is going to get you a, a, a rated R. But, yeah. Uh, this is where... Out. And like honestly, this is where I was in for the whole thing, and this part, you kind of lose me here, uh, because we're about to just teleport to another universe, right? Yeah, I mean, this is the AI part of this, where it's where we're we're living in a in a fake world, and in this fake world, is a is a fun fantasy, and even though you just had sex, and you just the falafel fucked the bagel, and then the hot dog fucked the falafel of the bagel and the girl. And the little hot dog fucked the little girl. The gum got gummed. And the gum got gum. And then there's Seth, and he's like, "Guess what? There's a whole other there's a whole other bag of chips here, kids." And our our Stephen Hawking, God rest his soul, in bubble gum, was like, "Hey, here we go." And I think these are all just Seth Rogen's friends that he gets high with, right? Probably. He's like, "Hey guys, I just want to use your face once, maybe twice." Um. Yeah, maybe I'm coming around on it a little now because, yeah, the first time I saw it, I was just thinking, oh, this is just some, why, the movie was so great. Why do we have to end it on some sort of weed-fueled hallucination? But Isn't it, it all weed-fueled hallucination? In, in reality, so yeah, you defeated the humans for one day. Have a happy fourth. So somebody's going to be in that building tomorrow and is going to throw all the food out or is going to, there's no happily ever after in this universe so now they're saying all right let's just walk through this 
Let's find a happily ever after. Then. Teleportation toilet seats and uh, <laughs> get high one last time with the kazoo. Uh, Alan, have you ever? Uh, you gotta bring the mic up close. But have you ever done uh, drugs before? Real quick, a little bit, a little bit. A little bit. Um, do you prefer sex, drugs, or no drugs? Oh, absolutely with drugs. Yeah. Absolutely with drugs. See and look, they're really? they're gonna go in there. They're gonna teleport into a toilet bowl of love and lust. Which is maybe the next, maybe that's the next evolution of our lives, right? Maybe that's it. Who knows? Hmm. 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 I don't know. Nonetheless, uh, Seth Rogen, fantastic job. Um, I thought it was great. I thought it was fun. Uh, we went weird, as I, I think I warned everyone we would in, yeah. a, in, the, in the post. Like, it's going to get weird. I didn't realize it was going to get dick tattoo weird, but that's, that's listen, that that's going to happen. That's going to happen. Anchor's ahoy. I'm dropping my anchor. Lay an anchor. Lay an anchor. She breaks up. Well, she's got the better end. I like that. Uh, <laughs> 60 seconds ago, you asked the owner of a dick tattoo, do you like drugs? And I don't know. I'm sure they're out there. That, that, that person with a dick tattoo is just like totally straight edge, man. Totally straight. Yeah. Don't do it. sober with it. <laughs> Bro, sober. Sober chauffeur for life is what I am. What are you? Well, I'm enjoying life. Hey, bro, you don't need alcohol to have a good time. You don't need a car to get places. Makes it easier. Fuck off. <laughs> Suck a bag of dicks. All right, folks, there we go. There is a sausage party for your 4th of July loving universe. And I am now going to leave you with my daughter talking about taking her for shit. See ya! Thank mm-hmm. you.